This is episode 115 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And we're going to talk about the state of affairs with the Ebir people, which is the Hebrew people or melanated people. Why do we continue to keep calling on a foreign god for our deliverance and for our protection? The only name that we need to call on is Eye Asher Eye, which is Yahweh. Any other name is not going to render any results as far as deliverance and protection. And we're going to talk about it in this particular podcast because we still, as a community of people, can't get it right. So, without any further ado, Hebrews in exile, you know what we do. Let's go! This is Rabbi Robert B. Homan Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in Exile. We have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we do. But before I get to the main thing I want to talk about today, I want, I wish, I wish that our people, and I wish that there was some way we could attract a larger audience. We could do something that hit TikTok or hit social media in a way that would, would something that would draw our people in to listen to us. And the reason for that is that in the state of Florida, mm. Last week, a very bad thing happened to a mother who was just defending her child. And this has been on the news uh, all last week and even today because <coughs> finally this lady that did this hideous thing finally got arrested. Well, let me tell the story. It's been in the news, but let me tell the story. And the reason why I'm, the reason why I'm, I'm doing this is because being Hebrew mm -hmm. and knowing scripture mm -hmm. and knowing what the Most High's obligation is to Hebrew Israel in exile who is obedient mm -hmm. to his ways, I wish that our people would listen to what we have to say that would put them in a better place of being protected against the paros of this exile. Uh, couldn't agree with you more. It gives you a sense of peace to know that the things that are happening have been prophesied and um, they've been, uh, I'd hate to say it's self-inflicted, to the point where, you know, we, text talks about it all the time, but go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm, as you know, I am not racist, but there are certain people. You can't be, by the way. Yeah, there are certain people that are just evil. Yeah. And they're wicked. And for whatever, no, I know, I know for what reason, I was going to say for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I know the reason uh -huh. that they hate melanated people. Mm. Young boy is playing in the field. In the field. In the field, okay. 
white lady don't like it. So she's hollering, she's hollering profanity and calling the young boy out of his name and throwing things at him. How, how young is this? this, this 12 years old. 12 years old. Okay. So the young boy goes home and tells his mom. Okay. Which would be a normal thing for a 12-year-old 12 12 year boy to do. Sure. Sure. And in a neighborhood, which is a rational thing for a mom to do, she goes and knocks on the neighbor's door to have a discussion about what's taking place, and her 12-year-old son is standing next to her. This, I, I, I can't say what I want to say, but she shot the woman through the door. She didn't even open it. She shot her to death through the door while her son is standing next to her. She didn't even get a chance, the opportunity to talk to the woman. Just shot her. Wow. Man, this is, this wow. is so-and-so. Bam. Through the door. She dead. Now, why do I raise this, and why is mm. this so important to me? Because we are trying, as black people in this exile, in this nation, mm -hmm. we're trying our best to find a <laughs> resolution of justice. No justice, no peace. And the same thing keeps open, happening over and over and over again. And these people are, I want to call them, they're Christians. See, I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't refer to them as L-fearing. Right. Because if you were L-fearing, uh, your thought process and disposition towards the Most High would be altogether in a different, in a different, on a different plane. But you can't be L-fearing if you don't know him. Mm. But you're Christian. Right. And right. your God is a Greek God. He's not L. Correct. He's not the most high. Correct. He's not the omniscient one. Right. He's a man. He's not. He's a man. Yep. He got his behind what? Beyond recognition. Beyond recognition. Right. So he's not L. Because L, because <laughs> when, when we talk about L, in every instance of L, L is the one dealing out the punishment. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that, that's why it's it's comical to us to have have a have a, a, a an L that you're supposed to worship in the in the version of a man who gets his butt whipped. We don't know anything about that. We don't know nothing about that. <laughs> our, our L, and we call him L because we don't use the terminology that the majority of of, of people use and, and referring to him as God because we know that that's associated with heathen, with, with heathenist, with heathen terminology. So we call him El, mm -hmm. El Elohim. Mm -hmm. He has, he's the one that deals out the punishment. He doesn't receive it. Correct. 
Correct. But my point is this. If our people only knew the protection that they could receive by knowing and by walking in the ways of the creator who has created the heavens and the earth, this stuff would not be happening to them. Correct. Correct. And, they, and the reason why it wouldn't be happening to them is because if they came to understand that they were Hebrew Israel, and the first problem we got is, well, uh, how do I know I'm Hebrew? Well, Jimenez, um That's going way back. Well, yeah, but the very fact that these things, atrocities are happening to you, they're not happening to any other ethnicity group of people. They're happening to melanated people. Right, right. And, and you know what, what's interesting, not really interesting, but again, to piggyback on what you're saying, is, is, is that, what is that part, I think it's in DV Ream 28, that everybody likes to quote us about, and then some people do misquote it, but there's a part, piece in there, in that portion of there, where uh, Moshe is telling our ancestors, you are going to be hated yeah. and feared. Yes. The, the, not fear from a standpoint of no. of, of they're afraid of you, no. but it's 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 like this detestable thing that they don't people are not going to like you wherever you are. You're wherever gonna be, you are, they're not going to like you. You are gonna going be a laughing be stock. Yeah, you're gonna be hated. And you're gonna be a laughing stock wherever you go. And that's in our text. But problems that exist is that these pastors and these people that they uh, they flock on Sunday morning and they. They shout and dance and they get the jig and they get the feeling good, but they're not being, I'm, I'm going to put out, they're not being saved. Yeah, because you're still being executed. And that's the yeah. whole purpose for which that they go to church is to be saved, but they're not being saved. They're being murdered. Right. Where is your protection? Where is your protection? Nowhere to be found. You're supposed to have a full armor of, of your God on it, but it ain't, I, sounds like it's not really protecting you from anything. I don't speak from a point of, I believe, or I believe if you, if you turn back to the, I, see, if you, I believe if you turn back to the Most High L, these things wouldn't happen to you. I can't use the term I believe because I believe seems what can, can, can pass off the inference that, well, it might happen and it might not. Mm, right. Yeah, there's, there's speculation. There's speculation in right there. Well, I believe this will happen. This will happen. No, I don't believe. According to our text, according to the history, and according to things that, that you and I have studied and read about the Most High and His people, even into the stuff that we're reading now, mm -hmm. When, when people turn wholeheartedly to the Most High L, walk in his mitzvot and his instructions, mm -hmm. you fall under the umbrella of his protection. Yes. 100%. 100%. There's no and, way. And, 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 and let me say this. Okay. There's something that I'm noticing 
particularly as we start reading the uh, apocalyptic books. Mm -hmm. And not only them, but even as we read text, it's changing the whole way that I pray. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And here's the reason why. If we look at text when our people are getting ready to do or have to have to engage the most high over something that is desperately needed, mm -hmm. their prayer is whole their prayer is <laughs> succinct, it is directed to all of the what can I say? To all the ways that they can think of to give praise and worship to the Most High. Absolutely. They give a laundry list. It's a you, laundry list. You, you are the one that did this. You are this. You delivered the people from here. It's like I'm giving I mean, you example after example of yes. deliverance and protection yes. of this people. Yes. Yes. And when they go through that whole laundry list, then they get to, and now. Right. Right. And now, yeah. Right. So, so here's, the, here's the deal. If our people really knew the Most High, knew how to pray, before you ever engaged a situation that might be devastating to you and you implored the Most High, the Most High is obligated mm. to protect you. Mm. I like that. And if he doesn't come himself, he'll send the big bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. And they big. Yeah. That that he will. Yeah, they're huge. And and people, pe oh man. Mm. <laughs> it got good to you. <laughs> yes, sir. And people who are offending you won't even know what happened to them. Agreed. And you come away unscathed. Agreed, agreed. And again, that like you said, it's it's an issue of knowing the Most High's behavior, then knowing how He thinks, knowing how He conducts Himself, and 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 understanding what pleases the Most High, so you can put yourself in the best position for success. And if you're not doing that, then don't expect any protection. I mean, even even here, I guess I, what I'm I got an analogy that just this came to. To, to mine is if I'm acting like a deviant out in the street, you know, how in the world do I expect to have any protection from the laws that are here? The laws are here and instituted in order to protect individuals. It's not to for you to go out there and violate them. So I've got equal protection under the law. And that's because I'm a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. And I break that, that code, that, that right. way of action and functioning and behaving a certain way, then I don't fall under the protection of these laws. I'm kind of at the whim of whatever happens. So it's, it has a natural sense that happens as well. Um, but again, back to your you know, point. I, I don't know, I don't know how we I don't know how we garner the attention of the people to help them to understand that. You know, I'm I'm listening to things on social media mm -hmm. and things on social media like TikTok and mm -hmm. Instagram, things go viral over over it go they go stuff goes viral over something. Stupid, the, yeah. The stupidest stuff. And he got, oh, I got 5,000 views. Right. I got 10,000 views, and, uh, and now it went viral. For what? 
Exactly. And, and, I, and, and somehow, Sean, we need to do something stupid. <laughs> Maybe we should storm the White to, House. To go, that, that, will go <laughs> that, will, that, will, that will take us viral so that we can get the ear of the people to hear that the Elohim that we serve, that El, that Yahweh has never, ever, when his people have been in right standing with him, he has never let them down. Never. He's got a perfect track record. He has a perfect track record. He's got a batting average of 100% every time he gets up at the plate. I mean... I mean, even if, you know, what's, what's coming to mind, I mean, I'm looking at some other things. Like I didn't bring it up because I didn't mm -hmm. know I was going to go there. Mm -hmm. But even if you go back to text in, in Yeshayahu and you read the, the, the prayer of Hezekiah, mm. I mean, Hezekiah going, goes through a long, a long dissertation of prayer over his situation that causes the Most High to, to stop everything and extend his life. He does, absolutely. He does get his life extended, and he does has this miraculous uh, miracle that actually happens to, as a sign to prove it. But the prayer that he prays is indicative of the kind of worship prayer that comes up out of Hezekiah, mm -hmm. okay? Oh, I want to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere. Go, go. We're right here. I want to go somewhere. Where do you want to go? Oh, Where do you want goodness. to go? I want, my goodness. Let's go. I, I don't know if we can because it, it's, it's, it ter it's territory. It's territory that you want to venture into. That I've read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I know where you. You can speak on the peripheral because she prayed a prayer, man. Yes, sir. She, she did. She prayed a prayer. Before yes, she, she left her home, she prayed a prayer. And when she left her home, she prayed that prayer knowing, not believing. Knowing. She left knowing that she was going to have the victory. Yeah. Man. Against all. And, 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 yeah. and, 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 and she's not the only one. My point being mm -hmm. is that you have to, you have to, see, people think that honoring the mitzvotes and the teachings of the Most High is antiquated, been a dumb way, didn't bring us to the goal. Listen, y'all getting your behinds whooped, y'all getting yourself shot, you all are out there, you're, you're not even winging it, you don't have any protection. Listen, listen. I'm going to ask this question. Mm -hmm. How many Christians do you think this year, no, the last two years that were Christian, how many of them do you think were victims of being shot, killed, whatever? Vast majority of them. Vast majority. That's so. Yeah. So, so here's my question. Okay. Where was there, and I can use this term for him. Where was their God? Great question. I don't know. And where was this mother's God when she went and knocked on the door and got shot? Where was her God? 
Mm. I'm asking you people, where was her God? Because mm. he did not show up for her. He did not protect her. Mm. <laughs> wow. And yet he's the one that's supposed to have died for her salvation. But when she needed to be saved, he did not save her. On fire, sir. Go, go, go on ahead. The elder, he, oh. the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, when any of our ancestors, any of them, any of them, you name one, any of our ancestors in a state of critical need of the Most High needed him and they cried out to him with sincerity of their heart, having been, having, having walked in his ways. King David says to the Most High, you know I walk in your ways. Christians don't even know what the word ways is, is associated with. Right, right. Yeah, because they, 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 they've done away with all of it. I yeah. walked in your ways. And then he says, therefore, because you know I walked in your ways, therefore, you yeah, are responsible to hear my prayer and act. You know, as you're, as you're speaking about all this, it's kind of, you know, I'm thinking back here. We've had example after example after example after example. You've lived as an octogenarian through some of the worst times, 60s, I mean, 70s and 60s, where a lot of this stuff was happening at a, probably, do you think it was happening more rampantly then than it is now, or is just as, just as bad? Because where I'm going with this is that well, when they showed up to burn them crosses on your front porch back in the day when they was hunting you down, they did it in the name of the God that you praying to. So why would you think that the God that they're praying to is going to protect you? See, the difference is the 60s and 70s did not have the media, social media so outlet that we have now, but it was just as bad. Just as bad, okay. It was just as bad. Mm. You know? Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sad commentary because we continue. That's kind of our, our, our plight is to, to reach out to our people to get them to understand. But I'm going to say something to you that you said to me last week. And when you said it, you said... Soon as I heard the Most High say this to me, I just rolled over and went to sleep. If they ain't listening oh. to oh, yeah. the Most High, then what do you think? Yeah, why he, do you think they're gonna listen to yeah, us? Yeah, he, he said he told me <laughs> I was I was concerned. I yeah, said, good. I'm praying that I'm going Most High. You know, you know that beyond a reasonable doubt, the things that Sean and I are teaching and saying over the airways and social media platforms that we teach to, to on Wednesday and, and on Shabbat, you know that this word is your word. We're not spiritualizing it. We're not adding to it. We're not taking away from it. We're saying exactly what you said. We're speaking just like the prophets spoke. Mm -hmm. And I'm concerned that they're not hearing us. Mm. Most High said to me very, it's kind of it's comical. He said, why should they hear you? Yeah. They don't listen to me. Right. 
creator of all things. <laughs> now, let's look at something real quick. Sure. I got, ooh, I got, real quick. If we go into Bereshit chapter, Come on, let's get it. Mm, let's we, we got to get to Noah. I didn't get to know all. Remember 14. That's where we yeah, are. Right. We we're going we're gonna to go there. We got to go, 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 go to Noah okay. and the flood. Okay, so let's go somewhere around here. Might be, no, it's got to be in 11 because 10 is the genealogy. So it's okay, that's be, right. It's got to be after the genealogy. Uh, let's start here. Go ahead. Uh, uh, where are we going with Noah? Well, we want to deal with the flood. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's way too early. Yeah. Where I'm at. Yeah, we got to go to the flood. And the reason why I want to go to the flood, because there is, there is a narrative um, in, Yasher. Yeah, I think it's in Yasher. Yeah, Let me see while you're getting that. Yasher. Yeah, sure. um, oh, way too far ahead. Let me see here. In, and the reason why I'm going there is because there's, there's, there is a narrative in there, if I can find it. Um, that supports this whole idea of people um, not listening to the Most High L. Close, we're in nine. Huh? You got it? Yeah, it said, I said, Aya spoke to Noah and his sons with him and said, as for me, I'm here, I'm establishing this. This is where, okay, it says, uh, I will establish my covenant with you and never again will be found to be destroyed by the waters. Okay, so this is where he's telling him what he's going to do. I think maybe what you're looking for is you're just trying to get to where they were just, these folk were just out Talking out of school. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, Where they were desecrating everything and that, yeah, the whole entire there, piece. There's, there is an issue that supports this whole idea that I'm talking about um, in which that uh, the Most High is doing things, and people <clears throat> have simply not listening to him. <clears throat> mm. I appreciate all y'all staying with us. We're trying to find this peace for you because that's what we're about. We really want to try to back up everything you Well, there, there's the flood. Then I myself will bring the flood of water over the earth to destroy from under the heavens every living. That's, that's in... Uh, that's in chapter 6, yeah. verse number 17. Let's start there. Okay. Let's go. Let's start there. All right. I really want to go somewhere else, but uh, I'm, we're, we're, ex we're exhausting our time right here. Okay. And dealing with this whole idea of people not listening to the Most High. When, and everybody knows the story, the story of Noah. So I don't need, I don't need to really go to text to, to do that. Noah was, was, was mo most righteous in the eyes 
of the Most High that the Most High designated for him and his family to be the replenisher of the, of the Eretz. So now we look, it says in, in 6, and then I myself will bring the flood of water over the earth to destroy from under heaven every living thing that breathes. <clears throat> Everything on earth will be destroyed, but I will establish my covenant with you and you will come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' uh, wives with you. From every living thing, from each kind of living being, you are to bring two into the ark to keep them alive with you. They are to be male and female of every kind of bird, every kind of livestock, animal, creeping on the ground, so forth and so forth. You are to, you're also to take from, from the kinds of food that are, et, that are eaten and collect it for yourself. It is to be food for you. And this is what Noah did. He did all that Yahweh ordered him to do. Come into the ark, you and your household, uh, for I have seen that you alone in this generation are righteous before me. Now, let, let's just stop there, okay? Because that's just the platform for what's going to take place. Mm -hmm. The Most High has prescribed to Noah to preach for 120 20 years. Yeah that this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The people did not listen to Noah. Mm -hmm. They didn't listen to him. Sure did. The ark gets built. Mm -hmm. Noah follows the instructions of the Most High mm -hmm. and the door closes. Correct. The door closes and these people still aren't concerned about the message at all. Not at all. Agreed. I want to go to the book of Yasher, and I'm not sure what chapter this is, but let me see if I can... Find the chapter. I'm not sure what chapter it is. It is. Let me see. 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 Chapter six. And, and those of you that are not familiar with the book of Yasher, Yasher is an apocryphal book. It's outside of the canonized, canonized uh, text. Uh, but it is definitely a, a Hebrew book that adds, adds some value to the things that we know. Now. And it's referred to in the book of uh, Yahashua. Yeah. Now, listen to what's taking place. Noah preached 120 years. Mm -hmm. Let's listen to the text. Okay. Chapter 6, Yasher, verse number. We'll start at verse number 7. seven. Okay. Noah saw this and wondered greatly, and he rose and took the two whelps and brought them into the ark. And Noah brought into the ark from all living creatures that were on earth so that there was none left except which Noah brought into the ark. Two and two they came to the Noah into the ark, but from the clean animals and birds he brought seven couples as Yahweh had commanded him. 
All the animals, the beasts, and the birds were still there, and they surrounded the ark at every, at every place. Okay? All the animals and the beasts of the birds were still there. That's all that he took and that he did not take into the ark. Correct. We're still there. Mm -hmm. And on that day, Yahweh caused the whole, now listen to this. He caused the whole earth to shake, the sun darkened, and the fountains of the world raged, and the whole earth was moved violently, and lightning flashed, and thunder roared, and all the fountains in the earth were broken up, such as what was not known in the inhabitants before. And Yahweh did this mighty act in order to terrify mm. the sons of men that there might no longer be evil on earth. Mm. Now, that was the first sign. That was the sign of warning. What did he say? He did it to terrify them yeah. so that there would not be any longer evil on earth. So the text is telling me that what he was trying to do, he was trying to get can, them to repent. Right. And that still wasn't enough. And still, the sons of men would not return from their evil ways, mm. and they increased the anger of Yah at that time, and did not even direct their hearts to all this. And at the end of seven days, in the 600th year of the life of Noah, the waters of the flood were on the earth, and all the fountains of the deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. You all know that story. Noah and his household and all the living creatures that were with him came into the ark on account of the waters of the flood, and Yahweh shut him in. And all the sons of men that were left on the earth became exhausted through evil on account of the rain. For the waters were coming more violently to the earth and the animals and the beasts still surrounded the ark. Listen to what's going to happen. Hmm. And the sons of men assembled together about 700,000 men and women. They came to the ark and they called to Noah saying, open the door, for, open the door and let us in. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> open the door for us that we may come to you in the ark and why will we die? Listen mm. to his answer. Noah answered them with a loud voice from the ark saying, have you not rebelled against Yahweh and said that he does not exist? Mm. And therefore, the, the, the Yahweh brought this calamity on you to destroy and cut you off from the face of the earth. Is this not the thing that I spoke to you of 120 years back. Didn't I tell you this was going to happen? Absolutely. Didn't now, take heed. We come full circle mm -hmm. into this day. Mm -hmm. There are people that don't have a doggone clue what the Most High has said about the day of redemption and those that are going to be redeemed. They don't have a clue because their minds are set on going to heaven. Right. Right. We've talked about this. Oh, yeah.
extensively. There's a problem with the theory or the idea about people going to heaven. It contradicts even uh, Yochanan's Isle of Patmos vision. Mm. It violates that. Right, yeah. Because Yochanan said, I looked and I saw a heaven. new heaven and a new earth and a new earth descending out of heaven into the earth. So if there's a new heaven and a new earth descending down into the earth, then why are you going up there? Right. Because everything's going to be happening down here. Exactly. But then again, then again, if you die and... We always, you go to feel, and oh, my loved ones are in heaven. <clears throat> but then you come back, but those who are dead in Christ shall rise first, and we who remain. Well, wait a minute, I thought you was already there. How That's now? right. Where are you? Are you is you is, or is, is you, you ain't? ain't? Yeah, and you referring to Thessalonians. That's in there. <clears throat> I think it's Thessalonians 4 is where that's at. So I'm coming to this idea here that even as we speak, mm -hmm. The prophets, every last one of them, testified about the demise of Hebrew Israel and their diaspora out of the land of Jerusalem. Yep. Every last one of them. To the point of, of loss of, 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 of just... Weeping and, and, and I want to say weeping and gnashing the teeth, but these, these individuals were very much uh, uh, inundated with the preservation of a people and to see them, to, to turn a blind eye to the Most High, just willy-nilly and just you know, following after other gods. You know, it's, it, it's something very, very cathartic for them, but, you know, they felt very emotionally attached to that issue. And the Most High, now listen to what the Most High did. Mm -hmm. This is beautiful. This is, wow. What I'm getting ready to do now and what I'm getting ready to say now. This is a seatbelt moment. We got to put the seatbelt on. No, man. Okay. I want you to pick up on this. I want you to pick up on this. Okay. Noah preached 120 years to sure. people they didn't listen. Okay. The Most High said prophet after prophet after prophet to Israel to get them to turn from their wickedness. That means they weren't following his rules, his instructions, or his teachings, or his mitzvah. He calls that wickedness. They would not turn from that. And he said to them exactly what he was going to do. Sure. Watch this now. Okay. Daniel, in chapter number nine. Okay. Let me get that. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get it. We gotta, let's show them. Daniel, in chapter, and it's down the bottom, right? Then right, 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 right. Oh, there he is. Daniel, in chapter number nine. Let's go one. Let's start up there. Yeah, let's go there. Now I'm getting into my thunder. <laughs> in chapter number nine. Come on, you can walk around. In the first year of Darius, the son of 
Akshavaros, a Mede by birth who was made king over the kingdom of of Kasdim. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, was reading the scriptures and thinking about the number of years which Yahweh had told Jeremiah the prophet would be the period of Jerusalem's desolation, 70 years. I turned to Yahweh El to seek an answer, pleading with him in prayer with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. I prayed to Yahweh. Now, this, now, now, I, I want you. Good gracious, this is. I, I want you to pay attention. I prayed, I pleaded with him in prayer with fasting, fasting and sackcloth, sackcloth and ashes. This right here is key. That's key. That fasting. Yeah. I prayed to Yahweh my El and made this confession. Now listen to what he's saying. Listen to the prayer. Listen to the prayer. Okay? So I'm not going to hear our Father who art in heaven. No, no, no. no. Teach us how to pray. Now, (laughs) Now, understand that Daniel is looking at some terrible things that's getting ready to happen to his people, okay. which is the reason why he's making this prayer. Okay. So listen to the prayer. This declaration right we get here. Back, we, get back to, we get back to the type of prayer that, that, that gets the most high's attention, attention yeah. where he does something. Okay. Please, Yahweh, great and fearsome El, who keeps his covenant and extends grace to those who love him and... <laughs> and do what? He extends grace to those who serve his mitzvot. Exclamation part. That's what I'm saying. Please. <laughs> we have sinned, done wrong, acted wickedly, yeah. rebelled, turned away from your mitzvot rulings. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our leaders, our ancestors, and all the people of the land. To you, Yahweh, belongs righteousness. But to us today belongs shame. To us, the men of Yehuda, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and all of Israel, including those nearby, those far away, throughout all the countries where you have driven them, because they have broken faith with you. Yes, Yahweh, shame falls on us, our kings, our leaders, our ancestors, because we sin against you. It is for it is for Yahweh our El to show compassion and forgiveness because we rebelled against him. We did. Listen, he's praying, man. He's praying. Listen to me, he's praying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's praying. Uh-huh. We did not listen to the voice of Yahweh our El so that we could live by his laws which he presented to us through his servants and prophets. Yes, all Israel flouted your Torah and turned away, unwilling to listen to your voice. Therefore, here comes the problem. Therefore, the curse, the oath written in the Torah of Moses, your servant, of, of El was poured out on us because we sinned against him. He carried out the threats he spoke, spoke against, against us. 
and against our judges and against the judges by his bringing upon us disaster so great that under all heaven nothing has been done like what has been done to Jerusalem as, it as written in the Torah of Moshe whose whole disaster came upon us. We did not appease Yahweh our El by renouncing our wrongdoing, discerning truth. So Yahweh, so Yahweh, Watch for the right moment. So Yahweh watched for the right moment to bring this disaster upon us. For Yahweh our El was just in everything he did, yet we didn't listen when he spoke. What did he do? Now, Eye Asher Eye, our El, who brought your people out of the land of Mitzrayim. Here's getting back to that issue that you were saying earlier. What is he doing? He's mentioning all the things that the Most High has done. Yeah, exactly. Brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand. You hear that all the time. Strong hand. Thereby winning, renowned for yourself, as it is the case today, we sin. We acted wickedly. Yahweh, in keeping with your justice, peace, allow your anger and fury to be turned away from your city of Rushalayim, your holy mountain, because it is due, it is due to, to our, our sin. sins and wrongdoing of our ancestors that Yerushalayim and your people have become objects of scorn among everyone around us. That's where we are today. Exactly. <laughs> Therefore, our L. Listen to the prayer and pleading of your servant and cause your face to shine on your desolated sanctuary for your own sake. May El turn your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see how desolated we are as well as the city which bears your name. For we plead with you not because of our own righteousness mm -hmm. but because of your compassion. He's praying. This is, this is still a prayer, man. Right. Yahweh, hear. Yahweh, forgive. Yahweh, pay attention. Don't delay action for your own sake, my El, because your city and your people bear your name. While speaking, here it comes. <laughs> While he's speaking and praying, confessing, my own sin and the sin of my people Israel and pleading before Yahweh my El for the holy mountain of, of El. Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man, Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, swooped down on me in full flight and about that time of the evening sacrifice and explained things to me. He said, I have come now, Daniel, to enable you to understand the vision clearly. Now, why am I pointing all that out? I'm pointing all that out because the vision between chapter 9, chapter 10, chapter 11, and chapter 12 define all the nations that are going to bring the devastation upon Hebrew Israel mm -hmm. because they did wickedly 
and they would not listen to the prophets, and they would not listen to the admonishments of the Most High. Now, this man has to pray on their behalf that the Most High will show compassion. We get back to Noah. Noah said, hey, I told you all for 120 years this was going to happen. Now here you come. Yeah, trying to beat the dough down. Here we are in this diaspora, mm -hmm. and we're in this diaspora on the basis of what's going to take place mm -hmm. in Daniel chapter number 11. No, we ain't going to go there. No, no, no. You said, you said something that sparked my interest in something else. We probably won't go. Go ahead. Now, my point is, my point is this. The Most High told Daniel in this vision all of the nations that were going to come against Israel, of which one of them mm -hmm. was the king of the north, which happens to be Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. That's right. Now, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about him. Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar. Let's talk about him. Yeah. Wow. We're gonna talk about him? Okay, let's talk about him. Okay, let's talk about King Nebuchadnezzar. Let's talk about King Nebuchadnezzar. Because, and, and the reason why we got to talk about King Nebuchadnezzar okay. is because we have a problem. Let's go back. Let's go back to, uh, let's go back. What did I say, Daniel? No, in Isaiah 14, chapter, chapter 9, chapter 9 through, through, uh, through uh, 12. Through 12, yeah. Yeah. But we need to get somewhere uh, right here. And we need to get down to verse number 11. We need to go back up. Yeah, well, I mean, I know you know where you're getting ready to go. I mean, we won't. Matter of fact, you might as well just start him from right here and just go all the way down because you're going to hit him when you get down there. I might as well start him from where, right? You might as well just shoot. You might as well just start the three. At first three? Shoot, we got time. Let's go up to one. Let's oh, just get the whole thing. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> In context. Now, before we, before we do this, before we do this, sure. I need you to talk about this king of Babel. Okay. Okay. Because, because the issues that are being pronounced here in chapter 14 mm -hmm. go back to Daniel chapter number 10 or 11, yeah. okay? Because this king of the north shows up as being the nasty one. Right, and, and, and 
we, we understand that Isaiah or Yeshayahu is, is prophesying from the year 745 to 695. And during this time, he's the forerunner from this period of time, which is he's prophesying during the time of, the, of Asher, which is talked about as being the Assyrians during that period of time. And as we transverse into the Babylonian period, there's an individual by the name of Nebuchadnezzar who we're all familiar with. It's actually Nebuchadnezzar II. There's been several Nebuchadnezzars that have come before that. Well, let's ask the, let's ask the question. Sure. Are there several Nebuchadnezzars that come before that, or are, 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 is the name Nebuchadnezzar like the same type of situation that we have with, um, with, um, with, uh, come on, with, um, no, 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 with Paro. In yeah, I would actually use that as the same example because if, because if we look at if we look at text mm -hmm. and we look at Paro, there are there was a Paro who knew Joseph, sure. and then there was a Pharaoh that rose up who knew not Joseph. So Paro just happens to be like the president. That that's correct. And so Nebuchadnezzar in this case can also be like. Just a title and it's, not... It's a title. Yeah, if you look up the uh, actual meaning of the word Nebuchadnezzar, it actually means Nebo, protect the crown. So Nebuchadnezzar is just a title for an individual. That's not really his name. And that's why I had mentioned uh, Melchizedek, because Melchizedek stands for, in, in Ibir, the righteous king. That's right. not what his name is. That's not is. what his name is, and right. And you gave an even a better example when you said Paro, because Paro is just like saying, well, the president raised the prices of taxes in the United States. Well, what president is that? It's, it's just a title for a name right, of an individual. Right. So I, we need, see, th see this, is, this is what we study. See, this is what we, what we're talking about, Sean, mm -hmm. is nothing that you're going to learn in any Christian seminary. They're not going to teach you this. They, they're not going to teach it to you because they, oh, I can't use that word. <laughs> right. Right, right. Because they don't know. Right, right, right. Really, okay, and yeah, you were very diplomatic about that. <laughs> so he's, he's one of these individuals. He's a really key player in, in the, the, the diaspora because what he does and again, if we, we're going to take a look at history. You can go look this up on Wikipedia if, if, if you need to. But the dynasty of, uh, I believe, the Babylonians goes all the way back to, um, I have to check this, fact check my own self, 20,035, which extends all the way down to the end of the Babylonian period or the Syrian period, which is in 609. I know that's getting kind of nerdy. But the point here well, the is time, that but, but the time frames the time frames are critical yeah. to understand the period of times that we're talking about to understand this king right. because we got to understand this king in order to understand Isaiah fourteen right he he's got a a lineage of he's he dates back that far in these particular in this this particular dynasty um, the at the tail end of the Assyrian Empire which was sometime around the 707th century, and it goes all the way down into uh, the latter part of the, uh, or earlier part of the, uh, or matter of fact, excuse me, in Yeremehu's time, which is around 626. The reason I'm bringing that up is trying to establish the time period that we're talking about, that number one, there's been many Nebuchadnezzars that have come before him, but they've had all one thing in common. 
They've always professed that they are L, that they have this ability that says, I, my mitzvot, my word, I'm establishing my covenant. And those individuals, and we find in some of the apocryphal books, this guy actually shows up. And when he shows up, he's imposing his will saying, hey, I'm going to go throughout the earth and I'm going to show everybody here that I am the all-existent one. There, there is no one other than me. Now, that sound kind of familiar? Getting over in the New Testament, wink, wink, that I'm establishing my kingdom here and that you should worship me and only me. So when we get into text, this is beautiful because as we look at the time period that our prophets are prophesying, and we're talking about from the Babylonian period from 626 to 534, that's talking about prophets. These are your prophets during the Babylonian time frame. Are gonna be Yeremehu, Habakkuk, Ezekiel, Obadiah, and Daniel. All of those prophets are gonna be prophesying during this time where they're exiled and they're under this, this empire, if you will, of the Babylonians during that particular time. Until they fall and the Persians actually come in and then that's when you get into the latter part of Daniel when he's yeah, talking about right, Darius right. and me. That's yeah, when the right. Persians when come Persians in. Come in right. And they come in. And so while we're understanding this, Temples have been built yep. and destroyed yep. during this time. And our last temple that actually gets built and destroyed happens during the time of the Romans. And that's when that whole period of Yeshua actually shows up around that particular time. So this individual here is going throughout the land, professing his sovereignty and his divinity to the whole entire area. And that's not only to the Moabites, that's to everybody. He's ravishing everybody as he comes to a rise to power in this, in, the, uh, in this Middle Eastern area. So, hopefully that's where you wanted me to go yeah. with that. Well, absolutely. Because this, I think this dovetails right into the fact that we have a prophet. Not only, let's establish this. Yes, Yahoo is writing about this individual that's gonna come up and babble later on. Exactly. You're gonna see him. Exactly. And he's gonna come devastate you. Exactly. And if you don't listen, this is what's gonna end up happening. But my point being, once again, getting back to getting back to our conversation, this guy and this nation that is so is so destructive, and who is so uh, enamored with his own self that he wants to exalt himself above the Most High, mm -hmm. is is he comes with warning from the Most High, exactly. which, which takes us back to the flood. Mm -hmm. The Most High always sends warning before he sends judgment. Mm -hmm. let, let, let me, can I just take a second? Okay, I'm gonna, go, go, read, go, 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 I'm gonna go. read right out, because we just went through this out of the second chapter of the book of Yehudit, and that is the book of Judith. It is a, uh, an apocryphal book. I suggest you go ahead and read it. And this is what he speaks about himself. He's talking to his chief emissary, Holofernes, which is the, the captain of his army, as he's getting ready to send him out to uh, proselytize everybody in this particular area. And this is what he says about himself. I'm going to read this uh, uh, fairly uh, expeditiously. He's talking to Holofernes. He says, thus saith the great king. He's talking about himself. He says, the God of the whole entire earth. I'm going to use the vernacular that's in here. Behold, thou shalt go forth from my presence. This is Nebuchadnezzar talking about what Holofernes is going to do. And take with you men that you trust in their own strength. 
of footmen, 120,000, and the number of horses with their riders, 12,000. And you shall go out, you shall go against all the West country because they have disobeyed my commandment. And you shall declare unto Unto that they prepare for me earth and water, for I will go forth in my wrath against them and cover the whole face of the earth with my feet of mine army, and I will give for them spoil unto them. He's talking about everybody he's going to conquer. They will be spoiled unto the Babylonians. So that their slain will fall in the valleys and the brooks and in the rivers shall be filled with their dead till it overflows. And I will lead them captives to the utmost parts of the earth. Most say the goat's talking about some of this stuff already. Oh, exactly, exactly. Says, Therefore, <laughs> you, shall go, you shall go forth and take beforehand for me all of their coasts, and if they will yield themselves unto you, you shall reserve them for me until the day of their punishment. But concerning them that rebel, let not your eye spare them, but put them to slaughter, and I will spoil them, I will spoil them whosoever you go. For I will live, and by the power of my kingdom, whatsoever I have spoken, that will I do by my hand, and take heed that you transgress none of these commandments of your God. He's talking about himself. I am God, Nebuchadnezzar. Don't transgress any of my commandments, but accomplish them fully as I have commanded you, and defer not to do them. I'm reading that so you can get a sense of the arrogance of this individual saying that he's going to go out and conquer our ancestors now, because they haven't heeded to his command. Now, with that being put in place, mm -hmm. let's listen to the prophet Yeshayahu. Okay. 14. Because Yeshayahu in chapter number 14 is talking about that guy. Right. That guy. And only this guy. And only this guy. <laughs> he's not talking about the devil. He's talking about that guy. Right. Let's listen to it. Hold on, spoiler alert. We're getting ready to debunk something, so y'all need to be listening. <laughs> stay with us, stay with us, stay with us. Because all of what I'm talking about tonight ties into the opening conversation that I had about the woman who got shot right. in Florida. In Florida. Okay? It all, this all ties in. Okay. For Yahweh will have compassion on Yaakov. He will once again choose Israel and resettle them in their own land. Remember, you're going to resettle us where? Land. land. Mm -hmm. Where foreigners will join them. Okay, now, your purple and gold people don't, don't, they, they don't, believe they, it they they don't talk, they don't believe that. Attaching themselves to the house of Yaakov, that's Israel. People will take and escort them to their homeland, and the house of Israel will possess them in the land of Yahweh as male and female slaves. Talking about the foreigners. Mm -hmm. But this word slaves only means servants. Servants, yeah. They will take their captors captive and rule over their oppressors. Then when Yahweh gives you rest from your suffering and trouble and from the, ha from the hard service imposed on you, you will take up this taunt song against the, the king, king of Babel. Babylon, that's Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, he's going to take up against Babylon. So I'm so anxious, you're standing up there, you're moving it. I'm over there with you. <laughs> just, at last, the oppressor is stilled. His arrogance is ended. 
When did his arrogance end it? His arrogance ended when the Persians and Medes came in and took his behind smooth out. That's right. That's right. Smooth out. That's right. Yahweh has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, which furiously struck down my people with unceasing blows, angrily beating down nations with relentless persecution. Now, what you have to do you have to, you have to, oh, we got time. Stay with us. This, this is important. Because this right here, angrily beating down nations, this is, this is, this is Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, who was also listed in text as the king of Assyria. That's right. That's right. And there's, there's a reason for that. And when you read the history of how the Assyrians and how the Babylonians did the Most High's people listen to it, with which fiercely struck down peoples with unceasing blows, angrily beating down nations with relentless persecution. The Assyrians took out nations, which is the reason why this guy got so arrogant with his idea that he could be God. The whole earth is at rest and quiet. Why? Because your behind has been shut up. That's right. The cypresses rejoice over you. The cedars of the Lebanon, now that you are laid low, no one comes to cut us down. Sheol below is stirred up to meet you when you come. The grave is welcoming you. Come. I need you. It awakens <laughs> for you the ghosts of the dead who were leaders on earth. It makes all the kings of nations arise from their thrones. They all greet you with these words. Now you are as weak, weak. as we are. You have become like us. Why? Because all of those nations that he came against to destroy now see him in his destroyed position. Mm -hmm. Who are we talking about? Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar. We ain't talking about no devil. Nope. There's nothing in this text that talks about no devil. Your pride has been brought down to Sheol with the music of your lyres under the mattress of maggots over you, a blanket of worms. Mm -hmm. Who, what did he say he would be like? He said he would be like the Most High. He said he would be like, this, ain't, this is not Lucifer. Ain't no Lucifer. This is Nebuchadnezzar talking. All right, here we go. Come on, here come the seatbelt. How did you come to fall from the heavens, morning star? See, right here, uh, 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 this morning star thing is where is it, it won't it won't it won't for some reason won't highlight like we used to have it. Uh, okay, this morning star here is and son of the dawn is where they want to inject Lucifer. Lucifer in the minds of the Christian is the morning star. It's not talking about what has. What did the text open with? It talked about the king no, of Babel. Babel. Nebuchadnezzar. How did you come to be cut to the ground, conquer the nations? You thought to yourself, I will scale the heavens and I will raise my throne above El stars. I will sit on the mount of the assembly far away in the north. Where's the north? The north is where Babylon is. 
I will raise past the tops of the clouds and I will make myself like the Most High. What does the text say he said he was going to be? He said, I'm going to be like the Most High. I am the Most High. I am the Most High. I am God. Mm -hmm. Instead, you are brought down to Sheol to the uttermost depths of, of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you reflecting on what has become of you. Is this the man who shook the earth who made kingdoms tribble, who made the world a desert, who destroyed the, its cities, who would not set his prisoners free? Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop it there, I think. All other kings of the nations, all of them lie in glory, each in his tomb. But you are discarded, unburied, like a loathed branch clothed like the slain who were pierced by, by the, the sword. sword. Oh, yep. there, see. Now, he's even telling, he's promising how he's going to die. Then, then fall to the stones inside the pit like a corpse to be trampled underfoot. You will not be joined with those kings in the grave because you destroyed your own land. You have brought death to your own people. The descendants of evildoers will be utterly forgotten Get ready to slaughter his sons for the iniquity of their fathers so they won't arise, take over the earth, and cover the world with their cities. I'm going to stop it there. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm okay. I, 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 no, come on. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I will arise against them, says Yahweh of hosts, I will cut off who? Babel. He didn't say, I'm going to cut off Lucifer. He said, I'm going to cut off Babel, name, and remnant, the offshoot and offspring, says Yahweh. I will make it a haunt for the hedgehogs, and it will become a swampy waste. I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, says Yahweh, Sabaoth. And he signs it at the end. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> Siri said, I did not understand that. And, and you know what? There's a whole lot of people that are not going to understand, understand it either. just what we said tonight. Yeah, that's going to go. F mm. Now, that, my brother, is the context of the king of Babel. Yeah. It's not Lucifer. Right. Ain't no Lucifer. You can't find Lucifer in our text. Right. We're, there's no Lucifer in the Hebrew text. <laughs> there's no Lucifer in the Hebrew text. <laughs> well, he, he, he ain't in well, the garden. He ain't well, nowhere. What about the serpent in the garden? I'm not even going to go there. That's, 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 I just, I'm not even going to go there. I don't have time to go there. <laughs> right. That, no. Do you people understand as we close tonight, mm -hmm. that the significant importance of, of your existence, Hebrew people, melanated people, your existence in this diaspora is contingent upon your repenting, I'm not going to use the word teshuvah, I'm going to use language you understand, mm -hmm. repenting Understanding that the mitzvot and teachings of the Most High, which is His ways, are your protection moving forward in this exile. If you don't want to get, your, uh, 
I can't say that. If you want to live and not die, then by, by, by devious hands of wicked people, hmm? then you need the protection of the Most High L. Let me put it to you really succinctly. You need to be saved by the power of the one who created you and not by somebody who said to you, I've heard it said, but I say, that person does not have the power to save you from the disasters that are coming up on you every doggone day. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. But the Elohim that I serve who's written in our text, whose name is Yahweh, mm -hmm. says, my eyes are always upon Israel. Israel. Yep. And Absolutely. Getting back to the point, Yahweh, the Elohim of Yitzchak, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, yep. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, mm -hmm. and the Hebrew nation has never, 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 Lost a battle. Not one. Not an air raid. I need a fire extinguisher to hose you off. You on fire over there. I wish that there was some way that our people could hear and understand what we're saying because our people are so enamored with a demigod, which is idolatrous in the eyes of the Most High. And as long as you worship that idol man, mm -hmm. you're never, ever going to see salvation in this land. And there will be no justice, and there will be no peace. Well, this has been Rabbi Robert B. Homer Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews, Hebrews in, in Exile. exile. Shalom. Shalom.